Hey everyone, Mark here. Um, Every so often when we're recording full episodes of the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, we have a tendency to take a left turn uh, and get off topic for a couple of minutes. Um, so sometimes it's nothing, sometimes it's marginally entertaining, and sometimes it's really fun. But I've decided that because we do that fairly regularly, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, cut that up and, and give it to you in a little bonus featurette that I was going to call Tangentially Speaking, but it turns out someone actually has a podcast by that name. So what I think we're going to go ahead and call it is the title of from a, of a song from one of my favorite musicals, and that title is What the Fuck Was That? Enjoy. Okay, before we get into it, I just need to let you guys know that this, even though it is a quote-unquote bonus episode of what the fuck was that it's really long because it turned into a tangent that Ryan and I were both kind of passionate about. Um, and it is about critics to begin with and then fan bases and their approach to criticism, uh, specifically as it, deals with the current Star Wars fan base. So I understand it's really long and I hope I hope you guys can see past that and see what we're trying to do. But yeah, that this this was a left-hand turn we really weren't expecting to take. Um so enjoy it question mark, but it was obviously stuff we needed to say and this is the way that I'm going to give it to you. So uh let's have a listen. But the the good news is, is I did just get them, so I do have them now. So did you uh, buy the collection on four K? Well, did I buy it? Sorry, no. do you now have the collection on four K? <laughs> they sent me a copy on four K. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, listening at home, one of the two people you're listening to is established enough that they send him free shit. Yeah, it is not the guy talking right now. Uh, one day I'll get free shit in the mail, but. You know, the sad thing is, is that the, the, the thing that's sad is, is there is there was a point and, and I, I'm kind of getting past this. Well, I am past this, um, but there was a point where, you know, if you have a job like I do that where you're doing films and, and whatnot, you're, you're lucky to be paid anything at all. Um, and so you kind of get into this point where um and for anyone who knows my my my, I, I work also at KUTV. I do assignment editing and whatnot. Assignment editing is my main job. That's what I mainly get put, paid for. I do get to do films and that sort of thing. And and, and technically speaking, some of that's paid for. But you kind of get to this point where you're like, well, if am I of any value? And then it's it starts to be this. Well, can I get someone to send me anything? Because if someone you don't get a lot of respect maybe from your employer, so you're going out to out you know outward people to to to, to give you some sort of uh, uh, sense of worth. Um, but uh, yeah, is test for echo? Is anybody out there? Yeah, and then if you you know get someone to respond, you feel like okay, well then I can't I can't be doing nothing. Right. Um, but but it's a it's a uh, it's a shrinking uh, world. Uh, you know, the film journalist uh, is slowly, well, not so slowly, becoming uh, something that people won't pay for. Um, so. And that's understandable. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, when we see someone like Sean Means, who's been writing for the Tribune for decades and is one of the probably smartest and most educated uh, film critics that, that, you know, that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, who loves movies, who, um, you know, it's there's just and he's being squeezed out because his newspaper realizes that they can just go and get a review from the AP um, from some guy who doesn't, you know, know anything about our market, doesn't know their audience specifically, who doesn't know the nuances and, and doesn't have, I mean, let's, let's face it. People get familiar with certain critics and build up a relationship, even if they never talk to them. Um, but they feel like they have a back and forth with them because, um, you know, they figure out what movies that, that particular critic likes and whatnot. Um, and then to suddenly have that ripped away from your, you're not serving your audience anymore. Um, but the problem is, is, is there still an audience to serve? Um, there's, and there's if, always an audience to serve, but, but the, if you know, we live in a world where they go by web analytics and they can track how many people are reading everything. Um, Ed, we're worried about Facebook. Uh, okay, yeah, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they can, they can track, you know, look numbers and all sorts of stuff and, and how long they stay on the page and, et cetera, et cetera. And they, they look at it and, and the problem is right now, the things that do best are Netflix stories and anything that's horrific. The more horrific it is, the better. Everyone says they want happy stories. They want to read uplifting things. No one reads happy stories. If it bleeds, it leads because, and, and people can say that's not true. But folks, we can we can track all of that, and nobody reads happy stories. They may like it on Facebook, but they don't actually read it. And I think that says a lot about society. Also, if you were in the entertainment industry right now, other than Netflix, you go about whatever the hot hate issue is. And right now, that hot issue is Star Wars, a, a particular group of vocal Star Wars fans who have taken it upon themselves to bully actors off of social media and their defense is, well, that person should have been smart enough not to do the movie, which is like, are you kidding me? Because if anyone walked into your room and said, do you want to do a star Wars film? You would say yes, without even looking at the script. Even if Colin Trevorrow wrote it, they wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't matter. You'd be like, okay, sure. And and the irony here is, is why are you only going after the women? Why are you going after the, you know, Daisy Ridley was bullied off of social media. This is not an accomplishment that anyone should be proud of. No, not not even close. You know, there there are things going on right now in, in the, the nerd community that are deeply troubling. Um, and like I said, if your passion is all about hating something, you need to change what you're doing. You either need to channel it into writing your own science fiction or own action films or own whatever, or find something that you actually like and focus on that. Because if all you're doing is living your life hating, uh, you know, what, what Kathleen Kennedy has done with your, you know, forgetting that she was handpicked by George Lucas. Yeah. Well, but everyone looks at her. The, the argument I got this week was, 
well, she wouldn't be what she was if she didn't work with Spielberg. Well, you know what? Spielberg wouldn't have had his early films made if he didn't have a producer. They don't. Then it's not exclusive. You know, Spielberg isn't the only one successful there. Then they comment. Then it goes. Well, she's married to Frank Marshall. Well, yes, she was successful before she was married to Frank Marshall. And you know what? George Lucas didn't give the Star Wars franchise to Frank Marshall. No, he, he did could not. have. He could have. He could have handpicked anyone he wanted, but he picked Disney. And he picked Kathleen Kennedy. So anyone who has an issue with those decisions needs to take it to George. Well, they, he made... they, they do. They take it to George because then they go, but what about those prequels? So, <laughs> yeah, Star Wars right now, whatever you think about any of the four movies post-Disney, uh, post-Disney buyout, they're movies. In the end, they're movies. If you like them, like them and revel in that. And if you don't like them, say, well, I hope they do better next time. And if they continue or, to turn out things you don't like, go, well, I guess I'll stop watching romantic comedies or Star Wars films or Star Trek reboots or whatever or cheesy video game adaptations like Rampage. Yeah. And but I mean, but it, you there's, know, no, and there's no reason to go after actors for acting. No. Uh, uh, you know. Or, or directors or I mean, any as far as I'm concerned, these are people doing their job. Should they get death threats? Because, I mean, do you get death threats if you work at 7-Eleven and you can't, you know, and the soda machine runs out of the the, the, the well, sugary whatever, you know, and it's I, just coming out as that water thing? Is that I think it depends on where your 7-Eleven is. But okay. I think right. as a general rule, no. The, the slurping machine, you know, the slurping machine oh. is uh, it's just pure. It's, no, the, you know, the, the, no the slurp, ice or whatever. It's just a bad just, slurping machine is unforgivable. Yeah. But that's like yeah. the only thing in the world that is unforgivable is a broken slurping machine. You know, and then, yeah, we should we should just have there should be riots in the streets because there's no 7-Eleven two blocks away that might be better. Yep. I don't know. It's craziness. It's craziness. <sighs> Well, I know what that's going to become. That's going to become a what the fuck was that episode? <laughs> we tangented hard there. That's okay. Yeah, sorry, folks. Nope. But, I mean, it's it's one of those situations where, you know, I, I and many other people have used film as an escape from the realities of the world. And I have been a Star Wars fan for as long as I have memories, essentially. I wasn't old enough. I would have been one when the first film came out, but I was old enough to catch the re-releases that happened in the, the, well, it used to be um, before the sequels would come out. A lot of times they would put the, uh, the original films back in theaters to kind of ramp up the anticipation. Um, And so I saw star Wars on a re-release probably I'm guessing I must've at the time been three or whatnot. So, but you know, so basically from three on, I have been a Star Wars fan, and Return of the Jedi is one of the most important films in my life. It's not necessarily my favorite film or the best film I've ever seen, but it was one of the most important films because it had provided escape for me during a, a time in my life that I needed desperately to have an escape and uh, to have something to hope in and believe in. And, you know, I was seven, and no kids should be in that position. But if they are in that position, if they have a film like Star Wars they can turn to, that's, that's phenomenal. We, we have to stop being like, you're not a fan because you didn't get into it until seven episodes in. Or you're not a fan because you only like the ones that are led by women. Or, you know, I don't know. But it, 
Yeah, it's it's just it's it's just gotten to the point where, like I said, they, if we you're should... putting all your your all your energy into hating something, you're living your life wrong. Yeah, the the Star Wars fan base should just start. They should just stop abbreviating and just say they're Star Wars fanatics, uh, because that's what they've become. Mm. And that's and fanatic is bad. Fan is okay. Fanatic is bad. Don't be a fanatic. Be a fan. And 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 like I explained to someone else that, that who's upset about well what's canon and what's not canon. You know, I had all these these books that I loved as a kid, and now they're not canon. Well, you know what? There's nothing stopping you from going. In my own mind, this is canon. Head this canon. is th- this is my version of the Star Wars universe because those books that were written were written by people and they matter. They were stories that mattered, and just because they're not canon doesn't suddenly make them disappear. Doesn't make them any less readable than they once were. In fact, you know, people want to criticize Disney for making the Legends line and reprinting a lot of these books, but you couldn't get a lot of these books because they had gone out of print. And they were basically going for high prices on eBay and whatnot. Um, the fact that now that a lot of these, the, the best of some of those, the EU stuff is out there, um, should excite people. Yeah, you can be cynical and be like, well, Disney's just trying to make money. Well, you know what? If you thought Star Wars was never just trying to make money, I mean, not just, but I mean, yeah. Star Wars was always trying to make money. There is nothing about making a movie like Star Wars where you go, you know what? I don't, I, I, you know, I don't want this to make any money. Uh, I, you know, I mean, I hope this bombs because then I don't have to make a sequel. Um, <laughs> the producers, you know, I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, it's like there's, there's the, the film industry is even the most artistic and and whatnot. They, unless you're a billionaire, you want your movie to make money. You want your movie to be seen. You want your movie to cause a reaction. You know. Yeah, and I don't know. It, yeah, it's. I don't. I don't understand. Ninety five percent of of the hate that's out there right now, I just don't get. No, nobody does. I mean, even the people that are hating don't understand. They just know that they hate. So, uh, anyway, that's crazy. There anyway, we go. Tangent, so you go. Tangent. Tangent. Tangent done. That that's at least two episodes of what the fuck was that? Yeah, so, because right. <laughs> well, we have Jurassic Park and then we have Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> so. That's that's okay. Those are my favorite episodes to, to cut, actually. Um, yeah, you can throw that together about Ryan going on his. <laughs> actually, but here's here's the one thing that that just I think is hilarious too. So everyone says that everyone hates Star Wars right now. They announced Star Wars Celebration, and it's already sold out. Oh, they're just going for the old stuff. I don't. I and mean, to pick all the people they? that are dressed up as the new stuff. I don't know. I mean, again, it's. If you're going for a weekend of hate, rethink your life. So there you go. A little bit longer than normal, I know. But I hope you got something out of it. And we will see you all next time.